gosh, I can't believe Chad Rawls said all the really nice stuff about me he, right before we hit record. He literally said, I can't believe I thought this would be more professional than this. That's true. Yeah. Believe it to yeah. achieve it, Chad. This is fantastic. Hashtag it. I guess we should address the, um, not elephant, but human being in the room. <laughs> wow. Very fit human being, Chad Rawls. Wow. Svelte. Chad, say hello and nothing more. Hello. Thank you. Nothing more. Hey, I was Chad. hoping you would say it. I was like, I hope he says it. Do I want it to? I was Chad, like, yeah, you're going to fit in quite nicely right gonna do. You're going to do great. You're going to do great, kid. Chad Rawls in the studio. We call it a studio? Sure, it's yeah. whatever. Chad Rawls in the studio with us today on the uh, Tyler and Neil Explain Everything podcast. Man, we are happy you're here because if not, nobody's listening to us. So <laughs> really happy you're Thank here. Thank you. Or else it's just two guys with too much technology talking to each other. Well, so you make it happen. It's worked for us up to this point. You know what? I've never not succeeded at this because I had no expectations. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. It's a good start. We really have really narrowed down a clear goal hey, we, with yeah. this conversation. Speaking of clear goals. Chad, come back. Where are you going? <laughs> Chad. He's leaving right now. He's literally floating. He's sending into heaven <laughs> like that movie, uh, Better Than Heaven. What is that movie? I don't think that's it. I don't There's think There's a movie it. where the guy, he's like dies and he comes back to the thing. Angels in the Outfield. Ghosts. <laughs> that too. <laughs> oh, wow. He Angels in the outfield. outfield. Matthew McConaughey was in that. He was an outfielder. Was it was one right. of his first parts. All right. One of his first all right. All right. All right. All right. Same. All right. Do it. I can't. Do it. Oh, no, I don't. Well, don't want to. Thanks. He doesn't even live in Rising anymore. He doesn't live in Rising, <laughs> Rising Arkansas. You know, uh, before I showed up today, I told my wife what I was doing. And she said, you know, it just seems like everybody thinks they should have a podcast. <laughs> my, it is. my wife has said that to me so many yeah. times, making fun of me. Mm. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. That's really funny coming from somebody who doesn't have one. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, what are we talking about today, Tyler? Neil, mm-hmm. I'm glad you asked me I, so that we can move this me. podcast along. Um, <laughs> my role, Chad, is the guy that tries to keep this moving. I've yeah. listened. And my okay, role yes. is to make yeah. it excellent. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and stay humble. Uh-huh. Hey, <laughs> so, um, we're talking about storytelling today. Storytelling. And that's why we brought Chad Rawls. If we're talking push-ups, still would have brought him. But today we're talking about storytelling. Wow. First. I wish everybody would go in the comments go, I wish I'd have talked about push ups. Uh, yeah. How many how, how, how many things you got any good stories about push ups? I don't. I was, uh, wow, push ups podcast like the is over. Orange Sherbert pop. Yeah. yeah. The With exercise. the Flintstone. Right, right. Flintstone. They do push pops, they do T V shows, yeah. and they do vitamins really well. Yeah. I've always said that. I don't have a story about either one of those things. Any of those? Mm mm. <laughs> He's going to do that for five straight minutes. I was sitting there like, off. should I keep going? I've already ostracized the audience enough. So. Hey, you know who we haven't ostracized? Joseph Tilly. Joseph he is Tilly. the greatest musician to ever put music on this podcast. That I know of. That I've ever even heard of. We, should we go to his intro now or should we keep dragging this out? I say drag, stretch this thing out like a dead giraffe. I think we started now. Worst intro. I think it's the best. To Joseph Tilly. And here's the good thing. There's like a lead up while we're still talking, so yeah. people know it's about oh, to know, hit they know it's right coming. before I do it. So it's like it's, why they keep it's like back. a Tarantino movie. Like he shows you the last act first, Ooh. and then he works his way up mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, man. Best Tarantino movie. Go. I don't watch those movies. They're wow, swearing. trash. Go. Chad. Yep. Yep. It's not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't come to talk about that. Wow. Didn't yes, and the, didn't he do the Aladdin remake? Yeah, the he live, did. The live-action Aladdin? Yeah, he was Jafar. Then that's the one I saw. Wow. <laughs> that was a good one. Wow. Actually, I didn't see that one. The Aladdin remake, I didn't see it. I say wow. remake. It's more of a live-action. All right, storytelling. <laughs> there is a reason why Chad Rawls is in here. I have, I don't know if I've told you this. Oh. Tyler, 
Let me, t- let me tell you something. Neil just touched my shoulder. He's, my hand I don't think he's ever touched me before in my life. I haven't taken my hand. Oh, he turned into a pat. Might as well just met on the street. We, uh, I actually have an entire file folder that is called Chad Rawls Stories and Sayings. Ooh. Are you serious? And I have been I doing this for that. the last three years. That's, because that's good. As you got a file. Why don't show up? Just replay it. Well, I can't do them any justice. And honestly, when I hear you tell a story that I, I'm like, wait a minute, that one sounds familiar, I get new information on it, and I'm still building it. I'm going to make billions off this at some point. You really will. But uh, it's Chad knows how to tell a good story. Thank you, Neil. Is that why I'm added into this podcast? This is a yeah. yeah, yeah. It's probably a good call, Neil. <laughs> that's why. That's why. No, it's because he can do push-ups. So there's <laughs> a couple. There's a couple things that uh, I feel like you're a natural at storytelling. Um, I think it, it's uh, genetic. Oh. So I come from a line of storytellers. Okay. Really? So, I so is from that genetic or hereditary? Environmental. Oh, this is the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Nature versus nurture. Yeah, okay. yeah. Which one is right? Mad. That's what this is about. Yes. Explaining nature. Which one's the correct way? Yep. Okay. Thanks, Chad. What's, what's in the Bible about it? That's the correct way. It's whatever way. I wrote I on the post-it and stuck in my Bible. Oh, my gosh. That's how I justify every argument I have. It's in my Bible. So, so, you, so you, you is in your family, in your upbringing, in your home, like what? Yeah, so so really, my grandfather um, Dewey Rawls, Claude Dewey Rawls, was a, a classic storyteller. With right. well, a U or a W? Uh, w. Good the Dewey D E W E. Not the decimal system. Not the decimal system. So so, uh, Papa was a great storyteller so and told tons of stories, but also had. Lion Harry White was an uncle um, that was a great storyteller. That's Lion his name. Harry, well, Lion well, Harry White. That wasn't his God-given name, government name. That was more okay. of a... He got from storytelling. Yeah. That's his, his name was Harry White, but... Yeah. Hope, well, I think Harry passed away, so he's not listening. Okay. Um, oh. Well, you never know. But, but, we got good reception here. Yeah. <laughs> we got a pretty broad audience. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. So so there were multiple. You had, you know, Thomas Lee and Uncle Ivy and I mean you just I could go down the list these of all are these. Real names yeah, these real are real people. Real you should people. only say them in combinations that rhyme though. Yeah, I should. So <laughs> that's Jeff and Beth. All right. So you Uncle got Claude Beth. Dewey Rawls. <laughs> yep. Your tell us your full name. My, Chad Davis Rawls. So yeah, right, so the, the the Dewey. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So right. it's not Dewey. Well, but but I the say D, it there, there is a line of uh, see we're going down a tangent here. I so C D R is a is a there's a lot of CDRs, so my, my son is Call Your Davis Rawls. Oh. That's good. Grandfather's I'm Claude a, Dewey. My dad's a TDT, and I'm a TDT as well. So you and I are related, Chad. Nobody cares. Glad I can kill that conversation real quick. <laughs> Just trying to relate to my okay. audience here. Yeah. CDRBASAP. Mm-hmm. That's what. So uh, you've been around a lot. Around it all, all okay. my life. So you've seen it, but then you also had a chance to. You're, I'm sure you're sitting around with a bunch of people, and you have a chance to tell some stories. Seen it done well. Yeah. Seen it not done well. Oh, all right. Oh, all right. Wow. Well, welcome to the Tyler and Neil Explain Podcast. <laughs> That's uh, will be in that category. All right. So let's talk about storytelling here for a little bit, and then we are uh, we're gonna volley for serve and and let you go back and forth. Uh, Tyler, do you have any good stories? Yeah, I got some. Well, we got a guest mm. speaker on here this week. I don't know why I touched you twice. I know, you just got a shoulder I've never done again. before in my life. All right, so Not there, a video podcast. You don't have to relate with our audience. I, was, I keep looking over there where the camera used to be. So there is a national storytelling festival that is in Jonesboro, Tennessee. It is every year, and there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people that go there. And honestly, my dad almost took us when we were in high school, and I think we just, we just belly ached about it like, Dad. 
please don't take us to a storytelling. And it's like there are hundreds of different venues and small stages. It could be somebody standing on some uh, wooden pallets or on stages or whatever. And as you continue to tell the stories, you kind of move up the ranks. It's kind of like a, it's basically the way they did the Karate Kid. It's single elimination <laughs> until you get to somebody who until does. Somebody kicks somebody until in the somebody face. gets kicked in the face. I yeah. like it. Now, it costs $160 per person to go to this. It's a three-day event. I I think I'd be exhausted after a day. Is that for attendees or is that for That's people for attendees. competing? Okay. Yeah, it does cost to to if you're a senior citizen, it's a little bit less than that. Mm-hmm. Just want to throw yes. that out there. Uh, there are a lot of different storytelling models out there. Tyler and I were talking about it. There is a YouTube storytelling model. Yes, there tell. is. You want me to tell? Yes, please. Okay. So there's a couple out there that people have been doing to tell stories on YouTube, which I think is one of the uh, the the fastest rising, obviously besides podcast storytelling. Uh, mediums right now. The Jenga model, like the game, Jenga. You ever played Jenga, Chad? No, I have played Jenga. Do you good say at Jenga? it? you bad at it? You know. I have a question. Are you moderate. a touch-you-gotta-go guy, or do you get to tap around until you find a loose one? Uh, touch and go. Okay. I like that. Like I it's visual. That. You gotta you gotta really picture it. Mm-hmm. Hey, luck of the draw. I'm an architect. Architect of men. <laughs> That was weird. <laughs> weird. What is a, uh, a fisher of men? Is what I was that's thinking. Yeah, I was way off. Doesn't sound that's the same another thing you wrote in your own Bible because that's, that's not, not what it really says. <laughs> <laughs> hey, translations are translations. King okay. James. Okay, so uh, the Jenga model is essentially if you watch a YouTube video, a lot of them are in vlogs. Um, you watch the very beginning, and it. It, why are you looking at your watch? No, Do you no have somewhere reason. to be? No reason. Or is it that bad at storytelling? Well, I'm actually giving information. I'm not telling okay. you. Oh, my, okay. my Uncle Jeb was going down the store, and I'll tell you something about Jeb. He had one arm. He's blind in one eye. Like, I I'm not telling the story. I'm trying to every single time. I'm trying to give you uh, give you the facts here. Okay. Right. That was Uncle One Gone, and I had one of those. <laughs> oh, Uncle promise. One blind gone? in one eye? Uncle One Gone, yeah. No. Well, it's Seabest. It's, it was like it was a horse. Oh, my gosh. So... Jingle model, you put something like the the climax of the video. What <laughs> when you were when you were driving down the road and you would meet Uncle One Gone on the highway <laughs> and he waved at you, you always freaked out a little bit. Why? Didn't have two arms, so yeah. <laughs> Bad storytelling is when you have to explain the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so well, my fault, Tyler. I should have been more sometimes. clear. So wait, does he have one eye or one arm? One arm. Okay, that sort of threw me off. I thought thought it was one eye. If he winked at you. With one eye, then oh, you would, while he's driving, oh, that's driving. when you call the police. Oh, yeah. I yeah. like that. Same thing with one arm. If he Similar. blinks at you with one arm, okay. <laughs> Got it. I'm all with you now. Can yeah, I tell I'm my, sorry. Tell yeah, what the please, Jenga model please, is? Please. They didn't come here to hear your story. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, they, my they, gosh. they probably did. We don't have an audience. So, um, whenever. <laughs> Whenever you're doing a YouTube video, you put the, essentially the five to ten seconds leading up to like the big climatic part of the video right at the beginning, and then you hit them with the intro, and then you you start the story and you build up to that moment. It's like essentially like putting the movie trailer right in front of the movie, and then you watch the movie and it leads into it. So it's almost like it is like a Tar- we joked about Tarantino yeah. or something like that where he puts the end of the movie first, and then you're like, okay, well, how did it get there? And then you watch the story unfold. That's what a lot of YouTubers do to get you to watch the whole video because the algorithm, yeah. it vol- it um, it supports people who get view time. If you watch a majority of the video, the algorithm likes that. More people will see it because YouTube will put it in front of people. So therefore, if you put that at the beginning, you're keeping people the whole video instead yeah. of being like, "Here's the best part; it's at the beginning," and then they cut off the video. And YouTube's like, "Well, people don't like this video; they're yep. quit, they quit watching so it." They're so they push it down. So uh, Logan Paul did a good job at this. He kind of cracked that algorithm up front, and he got a huge viewership. Okay, of it. but it's also it has a lot to do with where they put the ads. Based oh, on that yes. model of storytelling, where do they put the ad to force you? You're like, "Well, I'll watch this stupid ad." Yep. 
at the beginning to see the, yep, the, to see to see the ending. Yep, exactly. It's all, right. all about money, Chad. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Nope. Uh, there oh. are Pixar did this big thing that is um, it has the six rules of great storytelling. Yeah. And Pixar basically said the, the first one is the great stories are all universal. I don't really. I've got to relate to it, bro. If I can't yeah. relate, like, oh, I don't know if I should buy two or three yachts. I can't relate to that. Right. I've only got one yacht. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, number two, great stories have a clear structure and purpose. They got to have like you got to have it's going yeah. somewhere. It can't just right. meander. Yeah, like if you own a yacht Agreed. store and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> here it comes, here it comes. Uh, great stories have a character to root for, yep. or an underdog, mm. which is, is a superhero cartoon. That is underdog. Underdog. You remember him? I don't even remember ever seeing it, but I know that it exists. Okay, sorry. What were you saying? Hey, uh, number underdog, three, and we got to circle back around because I think that principle is exists in one of your stories. I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, great stories appeal one to our deepest emotions. Think about it. Like up in the first ten minutes of watching up, most people are a wreck. It's kind of that same model with they yep. hook you with this thing, yeah. and then, and it goes from there. So the emotional side of it. Great stories are surprising and unexpected. Every one of your stories, you know what is going on. You're like, thank God we go. Oh my gosh, this keeps getting better. Mm-hmm. And then number six, great stories are simple and focused. I'm, I mean, I'm just I focused. Mean, I'm just focused. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, is it mean? I, couldn't, I mean, I'm just focused. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's not saying I ain't meme. meme. I ain't a meme. I'm just focused. He's a lot of memes because he doesn't smile when no the camera catches. His face. Uh, also, storytelling has really come into play with TED talks. Yes. It has changed up the way people give speeches or communicate or whatever. You know, there is like an actual template. If you want to do a TED Talk, talk, talk. Yeah. Tread I've walk. never heard one of those. Wait, your Tread Talk, A TED Talk follows that you have to like have that idea, that que- essentially a question, and you, you kind of try to answer that through that in the 20-minute yep. max. Yep. It's universal, baby. It's a, it's, all right. I have so, an app on doing TED Talks. Do you want it? Yeah. You want to do it right now? Let's do it right now. Okay. You're busy, Chad. Chad, Chad can you take it? Can Chad, you come back in a minute? So Chad, Chad and I, along with how many other guys? Were there five other ones 15, or six? So, oh, uh, there were eight of us total. So eight six. Of us total. Yeah. Was this six. invite only, guys? Mm-hmm. Did did y'all mail it or email it? I wasn't on my I email that week. Mm-hmm. I guess invite went snail mail. Huh. We came by huh. and delivered. You weren't here that day. Huh. <laughs> oh, I was here. I'm here every day, mm-hmm. thinking it, about how much studio. I care about you. And praying for you, man. <laughs> So we went on a <laughs> South Dakota pheasant hunting trip. That's right. Which you've been doing for how long? This was uh, the twentieth year. In a row. Oh wow! Yeah. So have y'all ever missed a year? Uh, we we missed one year. Okay. Two, two years ago. The great snow of '89. For real. <laughs> the great <laughs> regulatory exam of 2018. Oh, yeah. Same, Same thing. Yeah, right. Same thing. That was almost the name of this podcast, by the mm-hmm. way. <laughs> Tyler Neal presents <laughs> the greatest regulatory. See, our first year was 1999. Uh, went to Iowa for the first 10-ish years, and then South Dakota since then. Okay. So being in the truck on a how long of an hour drive uh, is that? That's like... It's over almost 1,100 miles. So okay. 15 and a half, 16 hours. I was going to say 40. Depends on if you get off the big road too soon. Do you explain inside, inside jokes? Is that what we're talking about? That's the fun part. Mm-hmm. You just inside cool. joke and just let it go. So we, uh, <laughs> Tyler, Tyler left. Uh, we were in there and you just start hearing these stories that you guys have not only known, but you're telling and they all have these different, because ver- a lot of these scenarios, all these guys are in. That's oh right. my gosh. I was like, this could this couldn't be any better. The the time just flew by, Tyler. It was one of my favorite moments in life. I think they're the truck. Right? When you're a good, st- yeah, great inside <laughs> joke is cool. Whenever you, there's uh, a, someone telling a story, or even like through video or in person, when you know people or you can connect, like what was that first one on storytelling uh, for Pixar? 
universal. Or second, no, no, not universal. Nope. Third, have a character to root for. Yeah. If you know the character in your story, you, you're a, you're. It's like you have this like uh, the booster pack on the story because people want to care more. Yeah. It's like watching a crummy video of like your niece or nephew on Facebook. You'll watch some blurry crummy video because right. you care about the characters. Yeah. And that overrides like maybe bad filming or bad production. So there is a story that you told, which is hands down is still my favorite out of the entire thing. So uh, also truth. I don't know if I told you this. I did not realize I thought doc was his name. I didn't realize that his actual <laughs> name was Dan. Dan four is a doctor. I yes. thought his name was doc called him doc. Would be, which would be crazy. Wouldn't it be? You guys started saying doc. Dan. Ended up being a doctor. You were like, you were like, Oh yeah, something about Dan. And he wasn't there. And I was like, wait, who are they talking about? I had no idea they were talking about the same guy. So you were in high school and college with a lot of these guys. Yes. And there are scenarios that you have had over the years. Do you want, yeah. you want to tell them this? You, you want me to go ahead and tell this story? I Absolutely. So, More than yeah. anything in the world, Chad. That's what I'm here for, right? right. Yeah. So, so do your yeah. job. So, so doc. <laughs> Dance clown. Dan. I'm sorry. Oh my God. I was so talking out. I'm so sorry. I'm just kidding. So Daniel Four, yeah, I was uh, we've been best friends since um, he was four years old, and I, I was five uh, because uh, met name. met exactly met at the uh, babysitters, mm-hmm. and I immediately went home and asked if I could change my name to Chad Five. So it's clean. Wow. Yeah, it's clean. Yeah, that's did, how. Did your parents nope. say yes? Nope. No. Dang. Nope. That was a hard Chad because they need the initials so. to match your dad's. Yep, that's right. Um, so, so yeah, Doc and I have been friends for forever. Uh, he's he's a genius, real real smart guy. Absolutely zero common sense. Um, uh, oh, not that that's relevant to this story. Yeah, but, surgeon. Well, my dad always said um, he would let Daniel do surgery on him any time, but wouldn't let him push him on the gurney. So I mean that's kind of what we're talking about here. And, and Neil, you've now that yeah. you've been around him, oh, you kind of get that. Yeah. So love him, running with a firearm. So. Oh gosh! Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. When we were all together having a good time, yeah, it was great. making memories and inside jokes. Yeah. Go ahead, Chad. No, it's good. So so Daniel was an outstanding high school athlete. Uh, very very fast. Not not very big guy. What five eight. 160 pounds, soaking wet, uh, but very fast, very quick. Question, um, how did he get wet? Did he fall in the pool? Uh, oh, <laughs> he, oh my multiple times. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Just river, pool, whatever. So Daniel was an outstanding athlete, um, started for the Rising Wildcats from his sophomore year Rising. through his senior year. Wildcat well, pride. Um, sophomore year, we won a state championship. How many A school is that? Doesn't matter. Okay. Um, <laughs> Boxite? Yeah, we're 4A. We beat, we beat y'all. Well, uh, we're 4A. What are y'all? It doesn't matter anymore. Uh, well, I know what we were when we played y'all and beat you. Are y'all you. B or y'all in the A's yet? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. This has nothing to do with the story. Y'all are really messing up my jam here, Tyler. <laughs> right. so, so Daniel was, uh, honestly, excellent running back. Um, uh, played wing back, actually, sophomore, junior year. I could explain what that is, but it's not necessary. Yeah, no, we get it. Yeah. G- you know, state championship, sophomore year, state championship, junior year. Um, I graduated. I was a senior. I graduated. And then Daniel, really, his senior year was the, the star player on the team. Not to offend anyone that's listening from that sure, team, but Daniel yeah. was carried y'all. He was it. Let's just oh, well, If you are offended – that was a long time ago. Yeah, you need yeah, to get was. over it. Yeah. If you're offended, <laughs> look at the me. stats. So comment or go yeah. to our Patreon It's called page. math, yeah. So, so Daniel was super fast. He was he was the best player on the team, uh, was was All-State his senior year. Really, so what I'm getting to, good football player. Yeah, yeah he sounds great. good. So good. So first game of the season for Ryzen has traditionally been Fordyce, Red Bugs, okay. um, for years. So it was very much a rival. Um, big game also coincides with Labor Day weekend. Okay, that's so that, important. That's important here. So, so weekend. Labor Day, um, Daniel's dad 
and his best friends from uh, around the time they all went to Vietnam on till today have had an annual camp out on the Saline River outside of Risen. So this has been a, a big tradition. And this is course, called Labor Day. Labor Day camp. camp. That's right, okay. Labor Day camp. So these guys are, you know, Risen guys. They, they some live other places now, but these these guys grew up together and they're very close. Um, and so we were raised with that group of men, essentially, especially at Labor Day. Mm-hmm. So we would, you know, play football on Friday night and then go down to Labor Day camp and hang out with the Labor Day crew. Um, these are guys we looked up to. You know, a lot of them were deacons and. I mean, just just great guys in general. So Daniel plays uh, at Fordyce. I come in. I was at Washtenaw Baptist University at the time. I come in uh, you to watch the game. Back in to came watch in watch, hey, you're not gonna miss the Fordyce game. Okay. No come man, it's, big, no, deal. it's a big big game. It's a big deal, deal. So so uh, you know Daniel has you know like 200 plus yards of uh, all purpose yards. I mean, kickoff returns, punt returns, running the football, catching the football. An amazing game. Yeah. Puts the ball on the ground like four times, which means fumble, fumbles four times, and and rides and loses. Oh wow! Oh. Were they at key moments, or was it just all throughout the game? Just, key moments, you know. He would have a, a big punt return, and then next play, maybe no. fumble. You know, just wow. It, it, so you know, I'm a, I'm his best friend, you know. So we're, we we yep. I, I go to rise and pick him up at his house, and we're going to go down to Labor Day camp. He's, he's after distraught the game. after the game. He's distraught. All these men had been at the game. I think that's pretty important to know. Yeah. Uh, He's walking into so, it. So so we're walking into it. But but these are guys we've grown up with. I mean, they, yeah. they, they know you. us. They That's care right. about you. So, they know so your honestly, heart. we're driving up and uh in the back of your mind you're thinking, Man, this is gonna be a very compassionate, sensitive moment. They they understand. I mean, this is Daniel, you know, his his dad and his uncle are part of this group. I mean, these guys are really gonna this yeah. is where they're gonna rally around Support. Daniel. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So we pull up, we get out, um, and, and it is Subdued. Uh, they're definitely not as they're rambun- down just because they lost. Well, they lost, and then they understand this is a this is a pivotal moment in Daniel's upbringing. Sure. You know, this is a, yeah. it could go Make either way. That's right. Confidence, or you can break him down. And- That's right. Yeah. So we walk up, and, and of course they offer us food pretty quickly, um, and we we are both hungry. We're you know I was a college kid, and he just played you know four quarters of football, so we're we're hungry. So. Uh, Trigger James. That's not his Trigger James. His government name, we'll but Trigger. What's wonderful thing about Trigger is Trigger's a wonderful thing. <laughs> yeah, the tops are made of the rubber. The bottoms are made of the spring. So, so Chad. Trigger Trigger says, "Well, hey, we got some we got some hot dogs here. Uh, young, have you a hot dog?" And so he reaches into the ice chest next to his lawn chair and pitches Daniel the open package of hot dogs and and hits Daniel in the hands oh, and, no. and immediately drops them oh, to no. the ground and. <laughs> Whatever remote possibility that there was going to be some compassion completely went up. God. Oh, my God. He's going to drop the weenies. Look at Dan. He can't even hold on to the back of weenies. Oh, my gosh. And, and he can't even hold on to the weenies. That's In Dan's defense, that's not a fumble. That's an incomplete pass. So he's, well, it's well, true. He's okay. But still indicative they of the ability yeah. to hold on to <laughs> the hands that And it's weenies. I mean, they yeah. were probably slick. They've been in an ice chest. That didn't matter. Uh, I, caught caught it. I would have yeah. caught it, but I went to box sides. So. The best yeah. part of that is can't even hold on to not the weenies but the daggum weenies yeah. that yeah. makes this and so, so the, much that better. was the turn of the tide yeah that's when the rest, things, of the weekend, the rest of the weekend was and everybody, everybody just tossed no, the stuff no, to I mean, him every second if i would have stepped in to defend him i would have just been 
tell me. It'd have been on you. You're yeah. in the crossfire. You can't yeah. do that. You don't want to sacrifice so you yourself for him hanging out the drive. I mean, it's like you just kind of take a step back. And go, oh man, that's bad. You know, I mean, oh, that's, there's no way. Well, that's unfortunate. Whisper, oh, oh, oh damn, you're fine. Don't worry about yeah, this. They don't know. This okay. They can't even run that tree. See it? I don't think they saw it. Oh my gosh, they're not strong. So to be fair, while we are in South Dakota, we all pile in the truck. We're getting ready to leave, and Dan is sitting in the middle of the back seat. We're we're basically the engine is revving. We're better, ready to take off, and he realizes he's mm. forgot something. Mm-hmm. What do you forget? He said, "Daggone boys, I'm about to mess up." He, he <laughs> we were I mean we were headed out to the field. He didn't have his gun, oh, which no. is, I mean, I don't know if, if some of you listening may have never been hunting yeah, or yeah. pheasant hunting. It's, oh, it's very difficult without Necessary. a firearm. Yeah, very, yeah. very difficult. Yeah. But, but it's, it's the, this is indicative of who Doc is. It's, daggum, I'm about to mess up. Uh-huh. Like he yeah, he yeah. recognizes it. So, so he goes to the screen Dang door up. to go back in the house and rips <laughs> the door handle off the screen door. What? Why didn't he open it? Because he locked, so it, cold it, it, just, broke it was so cold it broke in his hands. I mean, oh, it, daggum, boys, I'm about to mess up. Yeah. About the gun, yeah. and, uh, and then, then does he did that, that and leaves the door handle on, on the, the ground just, right just, in front no. of the door. Just leaves it. Daggum, we lost wow. it. Dan's a critical thinker. I can he see is. that. So, so <laughs> I, I, I did a lot of bass fishing with him and his dad growing up, and, and to kind of let you know how this worked for Dan, give you a little more of an idea, is... You know, Ricky would take his his dad, Big Rick, would take yeah. the boat out, of and, and he would run the trolling motor in the front. And he would let me run the motor in the back, and he made Daniel sit in the middle. He didn't even trust his son. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. I know you're listening to. This. Love Dan, you, Dan, man. Love you, man. Dan, Dan oh, he will be. Dan he loves Neil because he, he loves Neil. He loves Neil. He loves. Well, thank Does you. He? That's oh, incredible. wow, <laughs> cool. So, Dan. Okay, no, it's fine. Should I touch it's your fine. shoulder again right now? No, 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 no. I think we're done. Not. We're done here. All right. There is. I think this is probably the first story that I heard you tell. Mm. Um, uh, the, the do you remember which one? I don't there's, know. There's the, the beard. Oh yeah, that is one yeah. of the first ones. And I think you said this story to a group of guys at a a men's group yeah. gathering. And there are at that time, I'd say there's probably about three, four hundred guys. In there's the a lot. And you get up there. I think we were going through like a real curriculum, and then you got up there Where? and completely went a different direction. You go like, I'm just I'm feeling this. I think I need to. I need to give a good example. Well, I would. I would like to think that I brought it back to the story, Neil. But <laughs> you did. You tied it okay, all back together. Good. Yeah, I'll and, and I feel like I probably should. I won't use real names here just to protect the innocent. Okay, since all right, <laughs> corn on him. Yeah. So, corn on him. Just to, there you go. Just be that's patient. Yeah. No, I like it. That's no, a, I'm good. That's a I'm excited model. for a second story that I need to be a part of. Go. <laughs> Third. So Sorry. so out of college, I went and ran our family business. Uh, so we were uh, chicken farmers, and uh, we had a precast concrete business. Uh, so predominantly concrete septic tanks for the state of Arkansas. Everyone, I don't want to explain what a septic tank it's is. Incredible. But, yeah, we'll do but, a whole total. I know. Explain, explain septic tanks. tanks. Yeah, explain yeah. septic That's next. Wow, that'd be pretty. I'll crappy. stick around. We'll just record right after this. Oh that'd be great. Turns. Um, <laughs> well, we got push-ups next. Then we can do septic <laughs> tanks. Third. So there were, you know, we there's a big. Concrete box, essentially. Um, and you would go into places to, to put these behind people's houses or house trailers or whatever. So you didn't always know what kind of – you had to get a big truck in there. So oh, you yeah. didn't always know what that looked like. So there were times I would go ahead of our delivery driver to check out the situation to make sure we could get a truck in there. So this uh, this one one delivery I was making or I was going to check on was in Chittister, Arkansas, which is around Camden, Washtenaw County. I know where Camden is. You need okay. a couple more vowels Chickasaw? in that yeah. word. Ch- Washtenaw Chickasaw? County. Chickasaw? Is that what you said? In Chittister. 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 So they were like, hey, what's the name of y'all's town? And he's like, Chittister. Chittister. Like, All right, well, let's yeah. stick in. Yeah, so 
So there was a plumber down there that we did a lot of business with that, that I never saw. He ponytail, uh, scraggly beard, uh, camo pants, cut off for shorts, yeah. combat oh. boots, no shirt. For typically, no shirt. How, I mean, I never Good. saw this gentleman that okay. didn't didn't look like this. This is so. casual. I like it. This is casual. <laughs> That's right. No sports. So uh, he would give you the shirt off the back of every one. Great guy. <laughs> really super guy. So I, I went down and give I was going to shorts off his back. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sorry. So so I drive down to Chester, pull up in my truck, and and. Um, and I walk up, and so it was, it was going to be a replacement septic tank. So you had to get all the yeah oldies out. You had to get all the, the contents of, out. of the septic tank out yeah. before you, you can you gotta pump you know, that out. Got to yeah. pump it out, and you know get the old septic tank out and put a new one in. Yeah. So all that morning he'd been working on getting it pumped out and getting the old septic tank out of the hole so we could come back in. So it's a mess. There's a little bit of a mess around, yeah. believe it or not. Um, so I pull up. He's sitting on a flipped over five gallon bucket. It was right at lunchtime, and and I pull up and and I notice that he's got a kernel of corn uh, in oh. his on his cheek and his beard, just stuck in his beard right there. And uh, so so I woke up and I said, "Man, his name was Jay. I won't give his last name." I said, "Jay, what what are you, what are you doing, man?" He's like, "Man, just, just finishing up lunch." I'm like, cool, man. What corn for lunch? He's like, no. Uh, oh. Sandwich and a bag of chips. Oh, God. <laughs> sandwich and a bag of chips. Tyler, he hadn't had any corn to eat. <laughs> what did he do? I didn't tell him. Well, I mean, what did he say? Oh, I mean, oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's just, it's going to fall off later on. He didn't tell us. He's going to look at it. This is not it's a guy fine. who's checking but then the mirror. This wasn't the first kernel of corn he had in his beard. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, so all these, all these guys that put in septic tanks for a living, they're all a unique breed. I mean, they're not, they're not, they're, they're plumbers, but the guys that specialize in septic tank installation are a little bit. Different than your normal plumber. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like there you, go. you don't go hang out with a mortician every week. That's right. <laughs> Certain kind yeah. of mortician. So you know, I would show up on job site, and I think when you go through septic tank installing school, they all give you the same joke you're supposed to say. So I, I would show up to a job site, and they would have this hole, and it's a big hole. Yeah. And you're walking around it, and they would all say, "Make sure you keep your hat on, so I'll know which turd to dip out if you fall in." <laughs> <laughs> all of them. They all have it. <laughs> Did you ever beat him to the punch? Oh like, come up with, like, a second part? Like, that would have been great. Make sure you have on it. It's going to rain. You, like, cut them oh, yeah, off. have. And just have, like, five in the hopper. You would like lose their entire yeah. day. No, it would be done. Yeah, it would be yeah, over. incredible. There's an incredible SNL sketch that came out uh, this past fall, and it was about the American Indians and the settlers not being able to agree on anything, being at odds with each other, and then the, uh, this whole group of them get together. And the only thing that they could agree on is that, you're right, None of us can digest corn completely. That's the one common thread that ties us all together. It is. Oh, my gosh. Man. Sandwich and a bag of chips. Yeah. Now, listen, Chad, mm-hmm. i got to say this. There's a bit of a tagline, punchline, phrase, or word that you would say as you're doing the – that's like the thing that you remember. All you have to do now is say that to somebody. Sandwich and bag of chips. Yep. They're immediately yep. going to remember that. It's like a callback yeah. later on. Yeah, one of my favorites is you just proved my point. That's so I had a oh I, man, golly, I don't know who our audience is, but I man. so I had an uncle. It's pretty that just we, me it, listening it, to it on one and a half speed every time. That's right. I'm trying to get our views up. We don't know who our audience is either. Um, so well, thank so, you so much for giving on uh, yeah. the patreon.com yeah. slash explain oh, that's everything. Good. Thank yeah. you. We got a lot of people there. It really foots the bill for what I pay every month that Neil has never contributed to. Oh my gosh, it's okay. So I had, a, I had an uncle, um, Uncle Mooch is what we called him. Uh, <laughs> uncle Mooch. Yeah, Uncle Mooch. Everybody's either uncle something or adjective something. Yeah, that's right. No, it's Uncle Mooch, and and oh. so he 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 was my grandfather's brother-in-law, and so my grandmother's brother, and yeah. and uh, they 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 were at odds a lot of times. And my grandfather was you know 
he's just a great guy, very practical. Okay. And they would get in heated conversations and uh, on opposite sides of the point. And my grandfather would finally drive the nail in the coffin to prove his point. And Uncle Mooch would look at him and go, Dewey? You just prove my point and turn and walk off. And my grandfather, <laughs> that my would grandfather's make me head so would explode. Mad. That would make me And so all so my buddies mad. that I've so run mad. around with for years, they know Uncle Mooch. Uh, um, and and they know this story well. And so you'll hear, you probably oh heard it on the God. South Coast. Oh, heard, something, yeah. something will be said and yep. someone will say to the other one, you just prove a point. And then the conversation over, they turn and, and walk done. off. It's over. That's so good. Yeah. It's like when I, I used to play video games with my brother, and I would beat him like five times in a row. He beat me one time, and he would leave the room. I was yeah. like, we no, can play for like do. 30 more minutes. He's like, no, nah, I think I'm good. I'm yeah, like, let me done. get a rematch. Yeah. Nope, I'm out. Yeah, no, just and walk point. off. Mm-hmm. I was like, you jerk. So that's, that, he he's, just proved his point. He's my Uncle <laughs> Mooch. Yeah, he's your Uncle Mooch. Uncle Mooch. I mean, I pay for a lot of lunches, so maybe he is. I hope Uncle Mooch doesn't listen to this. Uncle Mooch, uh, does Uncle Mooch know what a podcast is? Probably not. Uh, he definitely doesn't not. know we called him Uncle well, Mooch. It's, good. it's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing. What's his name? He doesn't nope. know now. What's his name? No, I'm not no, going to tell you. Have. Those what are changed. Was it? Those are no. changed for the. What was his name? I can't. I can't. Yeah, he can't. Uncle. Can't. Nope. Hooch. Mooch. Turner. Uncle Hooch and the Blowfish. Turn. <laughs> Uh, There's a joke. My wife's going to kill me. I don't know if we're (laughs) like It's okay. Don't worry. We're protecting you by having a low listener base. These people will never find us. We're safe here. I think this is one that's really going to take off. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it be be a great story? Chad, would your wife be okay if you told the joke about a polar bear? (laughs) She'd probably be fine about it. Maybe not. I don't know. Is your wife a big listener? Uh, no, I, she, she didn't know y'all had a podcast. Awesome. <laughs> well, Til some today. people say oh. that everybody has, thinks they should have a podcast. <laughs> some people say that. that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, that's right. That's true. All right. You want to finish us out with that one? Because that is one of my absolute I favorites. Can. Oh, I can. my gosh. I, and, and I would like to, to throw this out here. Okay. Uh, if you go to Neil Greathouse's YouTube uh, page, yeah. then oh. there is a uh, there is a video <laughs> on there of the South Dakota <laughs> yeah. at the end of it. This yep. is... Doc and, and I yeah. telling the the first story that I told. And they're absolutely laughing to the point where you can't even hardly understand it. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's, it's worth watching the whole video just to get to the How end. How many videos are in that series? There's three as as of today. As of okay. the recording date. Of How many total are going to be in the series? I'm hoping four to five. Okay. Oh, wow. How I'm hoping five. 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 I'm hoping what for five. What would be in the fifth video? I don't have any idea. Hey, right. question. Maybe Chad, uh, outtakes, <laughs> bloopers. Extended director's cut. It was good. It was worth it. Okay, question, uh, Chad. Follow up question to that because Neil's the one editing these videos. Have you ever? How long do you think it takes to edit a five minute video? This uh, is a trap. five hours. Okay, that's actually pretty close. Oh, Neil, you told him, didn't you? No. Every minute, it's an hour. No, I told yeah, him it was going to take ten. He you just agreed you. with him. He cut he in half. You. Neil. Yeah. You're lying, my face. All right, go. Take us home, Chad. You, yeah, you, so Chad, we, and this is not much, as much a story as it is. Oh, I mean, it's gosh. a how to, essentially. Yeah. It's a how to. This is a how to. Yeah. This is education. Very practical. So, Tyler, do you, do you know how to catch a polar bear? Uh, yeah. You told me once, but I want to hear it again. Dang it. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. All right. Dang well, gum. Dang so, gum. So for I the listeners out there that may encounter this and need to know how to catch a polar bear, yeah, I helpful. think this is very helpful. Explain. Okay. Neil and Tyler explain how to catch a polar bear. That's good. With, with Chad, Chad, Ross. Chad Featuring yeah. Chad Ross. Featuring. Good. So, so basically, you, well, you got to be in polar bear territory to start yeah, with. I, mean, I think that's I think that's the given. I think we all understand we that. We know that. But, um, so you mm-hmm. go out onto the ice cap. Yep. Uh, we can get a whole climate change conversation if you want to. But I don't think it's necessary today. I think we have to. Hottest. Well, let's go ahead and do that, that right now. Yeah. Footnote. We'll talk about it at the end. Yeah. 
So you got an ice cap and, and you you cut a hole uh, in the ice that's yeah. that's that's you know polar bear ish size. Um, yep, preferably. So uh, you know. Polar bears are omnivores, yeah, and and so they'll they'll eat. They're they're you know predatory by nature. So, oh, yeah. um, but they like uh, like a snow pea, like a green yeah, English okay. pea type. Yeah, they're, okay. like, they're sweet. Predatory they by like, nature, yeah, like a snow pea, like a snow pea. So, <laughs> so you you take that hole and you you get some snow peas. Uh, you could do black eyed or purple hole yeah. if you wanted to, but I prefer the snow pea. Yeah. As and, we you, all do. and you line that hole with the peas, so you you know, and you can go a couple deep if you want to, but it just needs to be all around the hole. And so yeah. that polar bear is going to walk up, and when it when it comes to take a pea, you kick him in the ice hole, and there you've caught him. That's uh, that's the only thing. That's this entire work. podcast has been just so we could lead up to that. Yeah, that's, that's so good. You kick him in the ice hole. And we were hole in, in the, the jungle of Peru <laughs> mm-hmm. when you told that. We are walking out a two mile hike through the Iquitos jungle, and you said, and I about fell over mm-hmm. in the dirt, covered with fire ants. I was laughing so yeah. hard. It was bad fire ants too. So yeah, from yeah, that point on, here's the thing: you didn't have to tell the rest of that joke. It's just in the middle of the day, you just go, "Hey." You kick him in the ice hole, and and everybody yeah. loses it. Those little taglines. That's that's the art. There's an art really form. Good. He just proved my point. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I was gonna ask. Oh like we do, little, Neil gosh. and I both have a catchphrase when we sign off. And I was I was thinking since you're now but gonna become a series regular. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that absolutely. has to be your sign off. Yeah. So that'd be my trademark. Hey. Thank you. You're Thank you, Chad. Almost I appreciate that. Almost. Thank made it you. Through. We were this close and we did it. Huh. You know what, Chad? Have you ever thought about starting a podcast? <laughs> I have. How do you like, like this? I just got edged out. Chad and Tyler, explain like even more. <laughs> even more. Yeah. Explain all explain the things everything you know else. <laughs> You're going to have to do all the work because I've been carrying this thing forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I almost got him on that one. Yeah, that's good. Did. Tyler does all Thanks. the work around no, that. That's not true. All right. He'll bring the talent. I'll bring the computer. This has been another incredible, uh, a riveting oh. uh, episode of... I'm going to uh, get a thesaurus out and I can the, give you some the more. The Tyler and Neil explain... Everything. It's a hashtag. Uh, it's trending. I don't know if uh, if you, we should explain what trending actually mm-hmm. means. Oh yeah. I'm uh, mostly just buying you time so you can Google whatever. riveting. So um, riveting. Our podcast, mm-hmm. as always, is riveting. Yeah. Groundbreaking. Well, mm. attractive. Mm-hmm. Direct to one's own eyes or attention intentionally. To <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> this is usually riveted where we on him. Off. And I know a lot of people in the last couple of minutes, they usually just say, like, all right, I'm done, or they times two speed it. But uh, I want to wrap this up. Tyler? Yeah, we probably need to end this pretty soon. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank all of you guys for to. listening. <laughs> <laughs> thank I you so really much. I really appreciate everybody that's listened. Um, we appreciate Neil it. Neil appreciates it, but I, I appreciate it just a little bit more. And I've always appreciated you as a listener. Okay. I've always... Thanked myself for knowing you. We don't it's make really any only good money off about of me. talking longer. <laughs> well, this is not a paper minute. I've been keeping this invoice, oh, and you ain't gosh. gonna pay me. Ah, well, Dadgum, and I guess I gotta thank you Dad guys for coming to my TED talk. So thanks, guys. Appreciate the invite. Say your line, your catchphrase. End it. You just proved my point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good.